ಶಿವ ನಮ ಶಿವಾಯ ಸಾಂಬ ಸದಾ ಶಿವ ನಮ ಶಿವಾಯ ಶಂಭೋ ಶಂಭೋ ಶಂಕರ ನಮ ಶಿವಾಯ ಸಾಂಬ ಸದಾ ಶಿವ ನಮ ಶಿವಾಯ ಶಂಭೋ ಶಂಕರ ನಮ ಶಿವಾಯ ನಮ ಶಿವಾಯ ನಮ ರಾಮ 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 ರಾಘುನಂದನ ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೌ ಭುನಕ್ತು ಸಹ ವೀರ್ಯಂಕರವಾವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಾವಿದ್ವಿಷಾವಹೈ ಓಂ ಶಾಂತಶಾಂತಶಾಂತಿ ಗುರುರ್ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಗುರುರ್ವಿಷ್ಣು ಗುರುರ್ದೇವೋ ಮಹೇಶ್ವರ ಗುರುರೇವ ಪರಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ ದಿಕ್ಸ್ಟಿ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಶ್ಲೋಕ what page number in this book 136 in this book please try to repeat after me uttaro gopatir gopta uttaro gopatir gopta gnanagamya puratanaha ಜ್ಞಾನಗಮ್ಯ ಪುರಾತನ ಶರೀರಭೂತಭೃದ್ಭೋಕ್ತ ಶರೀರಭೂತಭೃದ್ಭೋಕ್ತ ಕಪೀಂದ್ರೋ ಭೂರಿ ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಭೂರಿ ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಉತ್ತರ ಉತ್ತರ ಒನ್ ಸಿಂಪಲ್ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ವಿ ಕೀಪ್ ಸರ್ಚಿಂಗ್ ಫಾರ್ ವೇರಿಯಸ್ ಸೊಲ್ಯೂಷನ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಲೈಫ್ 
various answers in life. If at all there is an answer, if at all there is a solution in life that we need to work towards for, that answer, that solution is Him. Uttara means answer, solution. For everything and anything that we face in life, who is the solution? He is the solution. Like the child for any situation in life turns and runs towards the parents because they take care. They give that confidence, they give that comfort, therefore the child turns towards that parents. Because the child seems to see the parents as his or her solution. So one meaning of Uttara is that he is the solution. The second meaning of Uttara, the root word is through, through Tarane to flow, through Tarane to cross over, Uttara, the one though supporting this entire creation, he stands far above it. Ut meaning far above. Uttama. In comparison, that which is far above the rest of them is called Uttama. Similarly here, Ut meaning far above, beyond all the limitations of this samsara. The second one or third meaning is which Adi Shankaracharya says, Janma samsara bandhanat uttarati iti uttaraha. The one who, who has taken the responsibility, the one who has the responsibility to take every jiva across this samsara sagara. Therefore, he is called uttara. Pay very close attention. The one who has taken the responsibility to take every single jiva across this samsara. All that we have to do is reach his boat, reach his feet. Let us take a typical India trip. Most of the Indians, hum do, hamare do. We are two husband and wife, our two children. Average four people. That means how many suitcases to be checked in? Eight suitcases to be checked in. How many carry-on? Four carry-ons. How many backpacks? Four backpacks. 8 plus 4 plus 4, 16 pieces plus these 4, total of 20. One week before or 15 days before the prep work begins, right? 
or even before that i don't know mine is the day before i just pull in all whatever is required bundle it up and go but one week or 15 days one month one week okay so one week prep work gather all the things that the kids would require that that you have to take and deliver various demands from back home there i need this i need that bring that also so go do shopping and fill while i was discussing this one lady said we take all our clothes for dry cleaning okay i'm uh, see i'm not making it up all the silks uh, clothes uh, will be in the suitcase so that it can be done uh, the dry cleaning can be done so that is one suitcase then all the gadgets medicines and uh, you know the kleenex and tissue paper i don't know what all you medicines everything goes inside what is that uh, 99% uh, bacteria free that uh, sanitizer hand sanitizer generic term she go in the brand name i didn't as looking for the generic term. hand sanitizer so couple of san- hand sanitizers all that it sometimes you have to ask the heaviest one to sit on the suitcase so that the rest of them can pull and the third one can uh, zip it up so f- eight checked in luggages four ha- carry on four backpacks which gets packed the last there nothing like that so all of them in the last moment only <laughs> you have been meticulous about it the last one that gets packed is the backpack with all the do- travel documents photocopies passports uh, id cards whatever you everything and then udaranimittam bahukrita veshaha imagine for four people times four meals especially traveling with kids you never know when they'll say mama hungry hey, there you cannot say go get it in the shop <laughs> there's no shop so everything has to be packed and you have packed everything you have called your friend or you have called your uh, cab service and then uh, you lug- put all the luggage in there you get down grab the wheeler put all these and then as if this uh, jumping over various things was not sufficient at that point where you do, thought every, all eight packs have been passed so one bag has one pound extra now you look at that fellow and say eight bags have been met four seven bags have been meticulous can't you give me some elbow room no sir 
No ma'am, you have to remove it. You have to unzip it again and open it and then put everything and then adjust it. And finally, you get to the security. At the security, I don't know, pretty soon they may ask to take uh, disrobe also. <laughs> because you have to take your shoes off, take your watch off, take your things off, pull out all the uh, electronic and then uh, take out everything, go through that scanner and then you have to say, Har Har Mahadev, you know, raise your hands. <laughs> you can pay but that is not uh, guaranteed. You go through that and then, now you going alone is one thing. The kids throwing their jacket here, the socks there, the shoe there and then gathering all that up, making sure everybody has everything. All the travel documents are again put back in the right spot. While you are holding on to the luggage and taking care of the children, where is the husband? going there somewhere and then the child starts asking for something and say, finally you get into the, is it what, three, three and a half hours ordeal to get in and find your seat, find your spot. Pack two sofai, you know, literally push everything into that overhead thing. Occupy the seats, and then you. If you have been experienced, you pull out your ticket again, check the thing. Am I sitting on the right aisle? Otherwise, later when they come and ask me to get out, I'll not have space for this. And I have to resettle again, recheck again everything, confirm it and then sit down. Once the position has been made clear, for next 14 to 16 hours, you have reached. You have practically nothing else to do. You have practically nothing else that you are expected to do. What do, you, uh, what do you have to do, if at all? Just take care of yourself. Do you need to carry that luggage on your head? All the way, 16 hours? No. In fact, uh, some of the airlines also says, to disturb you for meals, not to disturb you for meals, there is a little sticker that you can stick in front of your seat. The moment I get such opportunity, after settling down, why? Sarva dharman parityadya mame kamsharanam raja. Having reached there, I have done my bit of job. Now, whose job is it to take me across? It is the flight. Similarly, Uttaraha Janma Samsara Bandhanat Uttarati Iti Uttaraha. Whose job is it to take every jiva that is born, every jiva that has ever had a scope to exist? 
it is his job he himself is saying here bhishma bhagwan is saying that it is his job to make sure that every single jeeva is taken across it is not how important or how insignificant every jeeva Now, even if this point settles in our understanding and the pressure the unnecessary anxieties of life can be relieved i call that as the equipoise at the heights of irresponsibility to be irresponsible is not that easy now i say irresponsible i'm using it for the trigger that it strikes oh irresponsible yes, shastra also says you can be irresponsible our responsibility is to reach to his feet with firm conviction in that faith rest he takes care that is why a famous poet has written that usually it is the lord's job to take the jeeva across from this side to that side but in ramayana he puts it very beautifully he says kabhi kabhi bhagwan ko bhi bhakton se kaam pade jana tha ganga par prabhu kevat ki nav chade usually it is bhagwan who takes jeevas across and today there was a strange circumstance that bhagwan had to be taken across what punya kevat must have done to take bhagwan across if he is the solution kevat became the solution for the solution giver uttara in bhagavad gita there is another mention the last meaning of the word uttara in bhagavad gita there is another mention that dakshinayana and uttarayana shanmase dakshinayanam shanmase uttarayanam six months of dakshinayana and six months of uttarayana and that was the uttarayana that bhishma bhagwan was waiting for so that he could leave his body and travel uttara uttara northern towards the meru parvat and above dakshina strangely dakshina marga is supposed to be mrutyu marga strangely in even english they say when something is going bad don't they say going south i tried researching into the origins of going south and it is from the spanish vocabulary that they have used in spanish they have a certain meaning to it that towards south is death when I mean, at that time when they thought that land was uh, the earth was flat that you go south to such a point wherein you will come across a point wherein you will fall into the nether worlds so going south means certain fall and that is mrutyu marga so those who choose this marga 
even if in between because of various pressures of prarabdha we may falter here and there who provides the cushioning for the entire path it's like adults trying to play bowling and when the kids play they have these two railings right have you seen that two special railings are pulled up and even if they throw this side or that side it will hit these railings and finally go into the center path Savagan says, I am your solution, that I am your path as well, I will take care of you. That even if your pressure of your life, prarabdha, pushes you away from the path, my job is to pull you back, provided you come surrender. Sarva dharman parityadhyam. Isn't that a beautiful solution? But then our left hemisphere of the brain says, that is all fine and okay only, but what is plan B? <laughs> if this doesn't work, and there are people who would advise such ones who have complete faith in the Lord, try advise them, there are people, you know, they'll come and say, hey, Devotion and all is okay. But what is the practical thing? You have to have these securities. So this husband was thoroughly jammed in a situation. Where the wife and wife side family and everybody were building pressure that he was, whatever comes is into charity and he would work hard and he was not a lethargic person. But he had no securities, nothing. And the only mantra that he was telling his children was, I have grown up studying and made what I have made. I will give you the best of the education. I am not going to leave, you know, few rocks in the back so that you, you can uh, rely on. Everything that I have earned will be spent in some charity. The husband came and said, my wife, her family side and everybody are building this pressure on me. I don't know how to handle it. I am trying to do exactly what the scriptures are saying, what Bhagavan has said in Bhagavad Gita. Why am I being treated like this? I told him, you are chosen the path, fine. Because of what you have chosen, the conviction, they are restless. They are not allowing you to focus on what you think is a priority, which is Paramatma. What do you think should be the best solution? Because they don't see security in Paramatma, they see security in you. And through you, whatever is coming. So do you mean to say that I have to create some security for them so that if they are at peace, you have enough time and resources to spend your time on Bhagwan. Isn't it? You create restlessness in them, they come back and keep nagging at you, you will not have time for this or that. And you will be constantly torn apart. 
बिकॉज इफ दिस कॉन्सेप्ट इज नॉट अंडरस्टूड प्रॉपरली सब कुछ ऊपर वाला करेगा एवरीथिंग ही विल ही इज द वन हु इज सिटिंग यू एज द इंस्पिरेशन सो दैट यू वर्क फिनिश योर प्रारब्ध and according to that package of praradha you have spouse you have children you have parents you have in-laws you have friends you have a system you have a society that you are a part of fulfill that bare minimum what has to be done take care of those that's why guruji says the best way to be happy is to make those who are around you happy meaning they are not nagging at you they are not restless then you can focus the time and resources and energy that you have on that which is important and necessary uttaraha that who has given a promise that every jeeva that has expressed it is his job to lead them back to that highest state uttaraha he is the solution now switching gears the next word gopatihi gopatihi govindaha they are all meaning the same gopati gopati meaning <clears throat> go golaka golaka the organs of perception and action pati pati the lord of all these equipments put together when we open our eyes how much of an effort is it to see is it that difficult to see provided you have functional eyes you open your eyes and immediately the vision happens as soon as you wake up how difficult how much effort do you have to put to hear to breathe to smell to taste touch all these equipments are enlivened that they can function in their specific fields that who enlivens these organs of perception action to function in their specific field he is called gopati the lord of the senses in fact in kathopanishad lord yamadharma raja says to nachiketa does nachiketa is relentless student as the example and all is fine where is paramatma <laughs> yamadharma raja tries to test him he says all your dances and all these they keep it to yourself i don't care do you have an answer where is paramatma a 7 8 year old kid having that kind of uh, dhriti dhriti focal point that they do not lose the focal point in spite of things happening around oh i thought let me just finish this then get back to it no he says this is my focal point then yamadharma raja says ye tat vai tat this is it this is paramatma 
he is not saying tat brahma he is saying ye tat this is brahman what is this that because of which you are seeing smelling hearing listening comprehending understanding that because of whose presence all these happen such one is called gopati that pure consciousness gopati now if you go into the puranas we definitely know who is the gopati we are talking about lord krishna in fact he was not he was not gopati he was govatsa charanam pati <laughs> technically he has never uh, taken care of the cows and the bulls and the buffaloes and uh, he taken care of the calves the adults would take care of the bigger cattle and it would be the kids would be given the go vatsa vatsa meaning the calves it is a different story that the moment he started playing his flute all these cows would start herding around him i think he was the most practical one he said instead of worshiping somewhere something worship this go mata cuz everything that she provides is what makes our living so effortless she is your paramatma here in this world worship go mata the go mata is getting its fodder and everything in govardhana therefore worship govardhana conserve it take care of it so the one who took care of the godhana godhana the cattle and also the place where the cattle can be raised safely such gopati lord krishna he is the one who is lord krishna as well here this may be a little tangential thought but of late i have been hearing this kind of logic so and relating to this particular kind of expression describing the lord i have heard it from uh, people of islamic belief and people from christian belief wherein they come and said your scriptures have spoken about our god you have heard it or not but your scriptures have spoken about our god so i tell them that join the line you are the 33rd because we already have 32 kinds of gods enlisted gopati gopati shepherd the meaning that they have translated it as your scriptures talk about a shepherd and that shepherd is our jesus 
so my answer to them is we have multivarious forms of gods and goddesses i have absolutely no problem if you want to join the list if it is mentioned and that is what you are deriving it to be we don't mind please join there is no necessity for conversion right because it has already been mentioned and you agree with it therefore join the flock pun intended join the flock join the islam people they they say that the the kalki avatar is that he rides a white horse with a sword in the hand and he unites people therefore allah was kalki not allah muhammad was kalki same answer kalki is supposed to be at the kali yuga ant this is just kali yuga beginning you stand to be corrected there that you are claiming muhammad to be kalki even then i'll say cut you some slack and say you want to join you can join you don't need to convert others one way or the other gopati gopati I have given two meanings. I have just gone tangential because just recently, about two three weeks ago, there were a couple of them who were asking, "Does our scripture talk about?" Even if it talks about, you know, the karma siddhanta is such flawless siddhanta. They just have to join the list. coming back to the mainstream of thought here gopati the one who is pure consciousness because of whose presence all the golaka the organs of perception action can function and the other one is the name of lord krishna because he took care of the calves gopta gopta see there is the vaishya community they have a last name called gupta why were they given that last name title as gupta it existed way before chandragupta maurya gupta means the one who has taken the responsibility to protect in those days wealth was calculated in stock not in stock exchange but livestock so to protect the livestock was their responsibility 
to protect the economy of that society, that town, that village, that kingdom was their job. Therefore, they were called Gupta. Gupta meaning the one who protects. And who protects? The ultimate protection that anybody can seek is the shelter of that Paramatma, shelter of that Bhagavan. Nothing else can provide that shelter. That Bhagavan alone who can even fight death away. Markandeya story wherein he tightly held to that Shivalinga that Bhagavan Shiva had to come down to toss Yamadharma Raja away. And that mantra that he chanted that day became such immortal one that we chant even today. Trimakam Yajamahe Sugandhim Pushti Vardhanam Urvarukam Vabandhanan Mrityor Mukshi Yamamrutaat. Another story Ajamila. Have you heard of the story of Ajamila? Okay, majority is still blinking. Ajamila. He was one of the brilliant students in the Gurukula. And the Guru sends him to get firewood from the forest. And he has chopped all the wood and he is carrying. And when I say chop wood, it is not a small bundle. It is a huge bundle and he is carrying that entire bundle. As he is crossing that forest, it suddenly starts, you know, thunder and rain. He finds this house next to the uh, main road, secluded but still on the main road. He seeks shelter there and he finds this house wherein there were a lot of women, but this particular woman who took interest in him and gave him something to eat. And it is for the first time that he is seeing a woman in such close proximity and the stockpile of wood forgotten, ashrama, gurukula forgotten and he starts living with that lady. <clears throat> Progressive society, live in relation. <laughs> he starts living with that lady. He forgets about the entire Gurukula. Up until then, he was an amazing student. He loses focus, loses track and is completely engrossed. And he has produced about 8-9 kids with that lady. The 10th one, the youngest one, Fortunately, he named him as Narayana. So, before I go any further into the story, for this one reason, 
don't name some peculiar names to your kids because it sounds cool name them the name of the lord and the story will show as to how it can turn to be your protection and even if you have named them the rightful name god's name don't butcher it into small fragments and pieces so if the child's name is gayatri what does that gayatri become gai bhans gai bhans gai in hindi means cow bhans means buffalo narayana back in india it was nani now here it becomes nick and while i pick on these names i cannot forget but repeat this name the first time i saw there was some puja happening and uh, his wife was participating and she turns around and says mark when uh, he must have married a christian and uh, this fellow seems to be interested in hinduism is participating with equal vigor like the rest of them it was only 2 years or 2 and a half years later that i get an email and the email is addressed markandeelu then i find him again i said what is your actual name well, mark and hail i said then you are not a christian no friends call me mark krishna becomes chris and they want to extend that to me also swami sarveshananda saraswati can we can we call you something short swami ji now can we call you no you know when people used to call gurudev swami ji the americans thought gurudev is starting with g therefore swami ji so they came to swami tejomanan ji and said he is called swami ji can we call you swami t <laughs> his way of putting it was find first swami coffee <laughs> then i don't mind calling myself as swami t name properly and pronounce it properly call them with the proper name okay so he named ajamila named his son as narayana and by the time his youngest child was 9 10 years old he was 70 80 years old who ajamila was and he had taken uh, to bed he has fallen sick and this is a recurring thing he is not able to recover from it 
and it's been extending for a while he is alone in that room on that bed and suddenly he thinks he is going crazy because from the roof there are these terrifying two bodies that are entering now the roof is not split the roof is not torn apart through the roof as if they have just transported themselves they have just it's not that they have come and stand standing next to him they're still hanging up there he is terrified and usually in terror you know we call out that which we deem very endearing his last son narayana which was who was very dear to him he started calling his name out narayana 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 by the time he was bending down to voice through the entire doors and to call his son the noose was already put and they were trying to pull him at that point because he was taking the name of the lord narayana he again felt creeped out why two more bodies <laughs> entered through the roof this time they were not looking terrible or terrifying they were looking pleasing and it was similar to the description of narayana and these were the parshadas the vishnu parshada who had sarupya sarupya the look alike they were looking exactly like narayana's description and they came down cut the noose and they were having argument with the yamadutas and the amazing part of the story is he was able to hear everything that was happening in between them the yamadutas say that it is our boss who is in charge of life and death and he is the one who has ordained me to take these this particular jeeva other than that lord of ours who else has this responsibility for life and death they said your boss works for our boss <laughs> and there is a clause that if in the last moment of their life if they are taking the name of the lord they will be protected by that lord now you must be kidding me say the yamadutas he was not calling your lord he was calling his 10th son narayana here say whoever be named as whatever the actual rights and royalty for that name narayana still holds with our boss lord therefore though he is calling him who responds to that call it is him who responds even in the time of death one more point that i had made earlier uttaraha because of the pressure of prarabdha we may tumble away from the path that we have chosen which is towards the lord the spiritual path he takes it upon himself to come and rescue even such another beautiful kirtan that guruji sings the beautiful bhajan 
इसेस भगवान मेरी नैया उस पार लगा देना आई एम स्टक इन दिस साइड ऑफ संसार ओ लॉर्ड टेक मी टू दी अदर साइड अवे फ्रॉम दिस संसार उस पार लगा देना वन ऑफ दी पैराग्राफ्स इसेस दल बनकर सात माया घेरे जो मुझे आकर माया शक्ति विथ अस्मिता राग अभिनिवेश द्वेष असूया काम क्रोध लोभ मोह मद मत्सर ऑल दिस बैटालियन ऑफ हर्स कम एंड अटैक मी वेन दे कम Usually the saying in our scriptures is, if the devotee takes the name of the Lord, then you will come to rescue. Like in Gajendra Moksha, that Gajendra finally pulled out a lotus and then threw it skywardly and said, Narayana, and you came running. You don't know how difficult it is to live in this samsara. संभव है इट इज पॉसिबल दैट लिविंग इन दिस संसार आई मे फरगेट टेकिंग योर नेम नाउ दैट आई एम इन सेंसेस इन ल्यू ऑफ दैट मोमेंट आई एम अटरिंग योर नेम वंस अगेन एट दैट टाइम डोंट कीप वेटिंग फॉर मी टू कॉल योर नेम कम एंड प्रोटेक्ट मी दैट वॉज द स्वीटेस्ट पार्ट ऑफ द एंटायर भजन I may forget. And in lieu of that moment, I take your name once more here now because I have senses. Reservation. At that time, don't forget that I have already taken. Come and protect me. Bas dekhte na rehna. Don't just keep there waiting, seeing that he hasn't taken my name yet. If that is what you are waiting for, I have already said it. Now you come. protect me the bhava can be understood if you look at the relationship between the child and the mother the child wants to be independent going through a fair or going through what is in texas is a texas fair is it called texas fair state fair the state fair and you are going through one stall to the other to the other and this independent kid now says can't walk no more and you as a parent have picked that kid up and walked and as they keep growing uh, months by months they start growing heavier and heavier you have already taken your share that day and said no walk maybe once few steps maybe second time by the third time cannot do it any further the kid is completely tired exhausted what does the kid do uh, not moving i leave you here usually that is a big threat it should create a sense of insecurity in that kid Oh my god if you leave me here nobody here i don't know anyone here what will happen to me i'll come no 
He is so tired. Try leaving me here. Will sit right there, throw tantrums, you know, putting their hands and legs, shaking them, crying loud. Until when? The mother is away, he cannot even see anymore, but the child has not moved even an inch. Finally, the mother sees this fellow is not budging, comes back and says, Okay, come! And then picks him up. What confidence did the kid have that that mother would not leave him there and go? Do you think the kid had lot of processing, lot of calculation, lot of body movement and body language and reading it, understanding it, assimilating it and then finally made that calculative decision. Okay, go now, you will come back. No. He had no such confirmation, but yet, what forced that kid to just lift his hand and say, I am not moving any further. You will come and pick me, come and pick. That is called Shraddha. Because to put that word Shraddha in any other definition is very difficult. Can you get down to that child's mindset? Can you, can you grasp a child's mind? That is called Shraddha. With that Shraddha when we come to the Lord and surrender at His feet. He says, I am your Uttara, I am your Gopta, I am your protector as well. Then there are those of us who are, I would call them as, brand them as headstrong. Headstrong, the earlier one was heart strong, Gopta. Now it is a headstrong. They are the ones who have lot of jignyasa, lot of kutuhala, lot of jignyasa, lot of inquisitiveness, inquiry. They have to find every how, every why, every answer. They will debate, they will go through logic, they will go through reasoning. For such ones also, the final Gamyasthana, the final abode to reach, Jnana Gamyaha. The only difference between a devotee and a, I mean, a bhakta and a jnani is that jnani detaches himself from the outside and attaches inside, whereas the bhakta detaches from the inside and attaches himself to everything around, saying, This is the expression of the Lord and it is my opportunity to serve them. Whichever suits, whichever suits our mindset, pave the path and start walking. Jnana Gamyaha, Jnana Gamyaha, Jnanena Gamyate Iti. 
and that is exactly what we chant even in our arati nakarmanana prajayadhanena tyage naike amrutatva manashu sometimes when we don't know where to pause the meaning gets completely destroyed nakarmanana prajaya dhane natyage naike amrutatva manashu next time we are chanting it observe sometimes we pause at a wrong place and the meaning completely changes it becomes convoluted meaning neither by karma nor by nakarmana na prajaya nor by the security in the progeny na tyage nor by detachment so where do you find how do you find that paramatma dhane in the wealth alone now the actual chanting should be nakarmanana prajayadhanena tyage naike amrutatva manashu tyagena eke a beautiful sentence that is by renunciation by detachment alone eke alone amrutatvam anashu we attain to that paramatma adi shankaracharya ji puts in a little twist and gives a deeper meaning he says tyagena eke by abandoning that one alone by renouncing that one which one our own limitation called ego tyagena eke what is ascertained amrutatvam anashu that amrutatva that supreme paramapada and therefore that paramapada he is recognized as gnana gamya the final ultimate culmination of gnana is in that lord alone whether we take it through bhakti or through gnana like raja ji puts it in the beginning of the introduction of ms subalakshmi ji's uh, vishnu sahasranama bhajagovindam cassette very beautiful words that he has chosen very short one very powerful one he says gnana fructified is bhakti and bhakti fulfilled is gnana they two sides of the same coin and then our mindsets and conditioning is so funny that we love to now argue fight is a gnani bigger one or a bhakta bigger one is gnana marga bigger or bhakti marga is bigger how does it matter does it really matter standing this side of the altar or that side of the altar which is greater because both take to that altar only gnana gamya 
पुरातनः पुरातनः कालेन अपरिछिन्नत्वात् पुरा अपि भवति इति पुरातनः कालेन अपरिछिन्न दैट विच कैन नॉट बी लिमिटेड बाय टाइम वाई कैन नॉट दैट परमात्मा बी लिमिटेड बाय टाइम बिकॉज ही इज द वन हु क्रिएटेड टाइम so to ask a question when was god created doesn't make sense cuz that in which you want to ascertain god's presence and time him was created by him meaning after him so all that we can say with reference to time is he was just before time that's why in chinmay mission we say come before time <laughs> you are closer to paramatma <laughs> you cannot ascertain the presence of that paramatma with respect to time because he is the one who created it it came after him and that was which was created after him through that parameter we cannot condition him therefore he is called puratana and he being of the nature of pure chit sukhananda pure consciousness pura api nava the second definition of puratana though ancient though before time but at any given moment of time he is still fresh like the evergreen <laughs> he is fresh nava nava he is always fresh consciousness has no um, blemish that the time can bring in therefore he is called puratanah kalena aparichinnatvat pura api bhavati iti puratanah pura api nava second definition continuing शरीर भूत भृत हैविंग दस क्रिएटेड ही इज द वन हु फर्स्ट एंटर्स एंड देन ब्रिंग्स द जीव इन टू द बॉडी इफ यू गो इन टू द आयुर्वेद विच इज वेर दर इज अ टेक्निकल डिस्क्रिप्शन ऑफ ऑल दिस वॉट आई मोइंट टू टॉक इज गिवेन i am not proficient in that field so i can only refer to that part so ayurvedic ayurveda refers says that when the sperm reaches the egg in the mother's womb for the first 3 months there is only physical um, the gross element which is growing there is no spark of consciousness which has entered that body yet it is only after the third month once that physical structure has formed then bhagwan enters that consciousness prana shakti enters 
enters through the Sushumna, through the Brahma Granthi. That's why when the children, when they are very young, you know, few weeks old, if you look at this particular spot, it's a very tender spot. It's almost like this is a little dip, which is where the grandmothers would apply a lot of oil and uh, huh? castor oil, exactly. Lot of castor oil and then or nallen uh, in Tamil and do lot of massage. It is that very spot through which that prana shakti enters and then the jiva simultaneously as if the next step the jiva is brought in. Until then it is just matter. In that matter that enlivening force joins. Enlivening that matter envelope and then you start seeing all these little, little, little tiny developments. Up until then it is like a tadpole, little tadpole or uh, larva, that size, that shape. And then suddenly the tremendous changes start occurring. All the different limbs start forming its shape, all the um, movements that can be monitored start happening. That life force enlivening right from the womb till the last moment. This is Sharira Bhuta Bhrat. I just don't create these bodies and then leave. I become the one who is enlivening it so that the jiva can live through that body and use the opportunity to grow higher. Your child has gone to the university. You have raised him to be a thorough vegetarian. The first four or five months struggles through the college and is in a college town where there is not much of vegetarian, nothing. So finally desperately calls. So what does the mother do? First thing is suddenly start cooking in bulk and ship the entire bulk load and within the next week lands there. Not just, you know, given them the opportunity to go study, but we take that extra effort to go make sure that they have every comfort to learn, grow. Similarly, that Paramatma takes care of every single jiva. Now, what happens to every jiva is based on their karma. In spite of their karma, who takes care of them is Paramatma alone. Instead of looking at it this way, the moment something happens to a jiva, we start questioning, where was God? As if we are now standing on a high horse, now we can start judging. The audacity of human brain or the lack of shraddha. 
Now all this satsanga, what should it create? There is only one factor. If there is an unshakable faith created, established, what took Prahlada through the entire torture? Shraddha. What took Nachiketa to the other world and have a dialogue face to face with Yamadharma Raja? Shraddha. That's why when Bhagavan is asked by Arjuna in the 12th chapter, Nirguna Nirakara or Saguna Sakara, which one is greater? And Bhagavan says, neither. Neither Nirguna Nirakara nor Saguna Sakara. He doesn't say neither. He says, Shraddhaya parayo petam teme yukta tamamataha. It does not matter what path that you are in. It is what Shraddha that you are with when you are on that path. If through the satsangs, the one thing that can be achieved, ascertained is Shraddha. And rightfully so in Vishnu Purana, it's very beautifully said, what is Shraddha? Shraddha is Punya Paripakat, that which is the result of the culmination of the entire Punya. The resultant is Shraddha. No, one step that they don't add there, which Adi Shankaracharya mentions it, he says, that punya brings us to satsanga. That's why he says, satsangatve nisangatvam nisangatve nirmohatvam. So it brings us to satsanga. All the punya that we have acquired through these lives gives us an opportunity for satsanga. Through that satsanga, shravana manana nididhyasana, what should be ascertained, what should be the end result like ghee after the milk has been brought in and you do the processing and final ghee? It is that our buddhi completely abides in that shraddha, unshakable, unwavering. Little bit of job and a little bit of finance or health or something happen, then we start questioning God. He has taken care of us even before we entered the body. That is how keen He is in taking care of us. So don't ever say that His grace is not there. His grace has been the very factor for because of which. We were able to be born, we were able to be conceived. To not recognize it would be a disgrace. To not recognize His grace would be a disgrace. Sharira Bhuta Bhrat. Bhokta. Bhokta, He is the one who is actually truly the one enjoying. He is the creation, he is the creator and he is the one who is enjoying the creation as well. One little photo, one little portrait 
very beautiful meditative one and that very clearly depicts it. When Bhagavan Krishna is shown on that little people leaf, holding on to his big toe and sucking on it. So what is the message there? Annam annadaha. That which is the bhogavastu and that which is enjoying that bhogavastu and the experience. The entire Triputi is nothing but that Narayana alone. The ego in between claims that I am the one who has done it, I am the one who is feeling it, I am the one. Constantly nagging inside is the ego. We sometimes even argue, can we exist without ego in this world? Flawlessly. But since we have never experienced the existence without ego, we are scared. I have built this ego with such strength and now suddenly you ask me to give the, I don't know. And this is how people argue then. That which I see, that which I feel, that which I experience is tangible. And you say this tangible is unreal. That God, that Paramatma that you talk about cannot be seen, cannot be perceived and say that is real. In fact, every experience get a, gets a validity only because he is the one who is holding us. The substratum as the bhokta. Kapindraha. Kapindraha. The one who was the lord of all kapi, all the vanaras. And who was that? Now if you go according to Hanuman Chalisa, then it must be Hanumanji. <laughs> Jay Kapisha Tihuloka Ujagara. Right? He is called Kapisha, Kapindra. But here we are talking of Raghupati. Raghu Amsha Shiromani Sri Ramachandraji, Kapindraha. And in fact, when Lord Vishnu said, decided that enough of this Ravana's torment to the people, I shall be taking birth in this Vamsha. Then all his devotees in the Devaloka, they all took different roles. Lord's sons, two sons, they became Sugriva and Vali. Lord Shiva said, I'll become Hanuman. As I was saying yesterday, Lord Shiva's Ishtadaiva is Ramji. And Lord Ramji's Ishtadaiva is Lord Shiva. It's like mutual admiration club. <laughs> he admires him and he admires him back constantly. They said, oh Lord, if you are taking Avatara, that will be my greatest opportunity to serve you. So he, Bhagwan, now appears, Bhagwan Shiva appears as Hanumanji. And they all take their different roles and settle down. 
then Ramji is born. One way to look at it. All these avatars. Why did he have to take? Because way back, the Sanat Kumaras, as they were entering into Vaikuntha, Jaya Vijaya blocked them. He said, you don't have visa. You don't ask visa for somebody who has diplomatic immunity. Vaikuntha free diplomatic immunity was given to these four Kumaras, the Sanat Kumaras. New on the job did not know that these were the Sanat Kumaras, blocked them. Blocked them because they did not know. Not knowing is ignorance. And Vaikuntha is a place of sattva where there is no scope for ignorance. Therefore they said, go finish your ignorance. You are thus thereby cursed to go into the world, finish your ignorance, finish that prarabdha and we come, come back into this world. Then Narayana said, Vishnu said, is there no way that they have any leeway here? I said, no. Sanat Kumaras talking to Bhagavan Vishnu, they said, no way. Lord Vishnu said, okay, can you at least reduce it to three births? The oldest of the Sanat Kumaras, Sanat Kumara, he said, if they are intelligent enough to burn their ignorance in three lives, may it be three lives. Then he turns to the Sanat Kumaras and says, do you know what you have just did? And they say, yes. We have been waiting eagerly to see your Leelas. You have been sitting on this Kshira Sagara for a while, not doing, not coming down in a while. So at least this way you will be motivated, you get a good initiative to come to this Bhuloka and bless us all. And every avatara who were close to him, Jaya Vijaya were close to him. And because they had to take three births to remove that ignorance, who came down to take them back to Vaikuntha? He took three avatars to take them back. Isn't that story sound enough to say that you trust him, that even if we falter, he will make sure that he will take us back? So he comes as Ramji in the Treta Yuga to relieve Ravana and Kumbhakarana of their birth so that it can be reduced to now one more left which is taken care of in the Dvapar Yuga. Kapindraha Bhuri Dakshinaha Oh, before I proceed further, Bhokta was the 500th word, 500th nama, 5 centuries completed. So, Bhuri Dakshinaha, 502. <clears throat> the one who just not creates the world has all these jivas coming in, but takes avatara to establish the ideal way of living. 
So in that Ramavatara, he had done lot of Dana Dakshina. Therefore, one of the names of Bhagavan is Bhuri Dakshina. The one who sets the example by his own life as to how to live. Therefore, one of the names of Bhagavan Ramchandraji is Bhuri Dakshina. So, don't just talk. Walk the talk. So, the one who did that walking the talk. Bhurayaha Bhavayaha Yagna Dakshinaha Dharma Mayadam Darshayataha Yagnam Kurvataha Vidyante Iti Bhuri Dakshinaha The one who set the example of how to do charity, how to take care of those who are in need of wealth, need of solace, need of compassion. How does one lead that life? He showed it by his own example. Therefore, he is called Bhuri Dakshina. So, we will pause here and continue tomorrow with the next shloka. Om Purnamadav Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vasishyate Om Shantashantashantihi Harihi Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Harihi Om